Hey folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. Figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there. May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say, uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in, in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who, who like the podcast is just the best, and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy, and I'm very proud of the show. Um, like I said, the, I've got those dates coming up, kyleayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so would the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleayers.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, on today's episode, the incredibly funny Mike Drucker is back. Mike uh, is a writer for Full Frontal with Samantha B. He's just an incredibly talented writer, comedian, all that. You may know him because he was on here before, having never seen Goodfellas. Well, today, Mike Drucker has never seen Casino. Well, you know, same universal movies, uh, but Mike Drucker has never seen the movie Casino, and he rewrote it, and we read his script. It is such a good time. I love it. Um, We're joined by Todd Sklar, who loves Mike and was super hyped to do this, and I'm always hyped to have Todd on. It's just a fun thing to avoid. I believe Mike did say he had seen The Irishman. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, but Mike Drucker is here. He is so incredibly funny, and I think you're going to love it. He has never seen Casino, but he rewrote it, and here is Mike's script. I don't know why I paused like the episode started then. It didn't. Uh, but thank you guys very much for listening to the podcast. Uh, for everybody listening, if you want, uh, I guess when this comes out, I will have just got back from being on the road uh, doing some outdoor shows, which hopefully went really well. I mean, they were great. They haven't happened yet in when I'm recording this, but they were great. So uh, if you want to listen to some stuff from that, get I, I also uploaded my entire video from my album recording, other stand-up clips, and a lot of exclusives to this podcast are all on a Patreon page, patreon.com slash it. We'll take you there. You can subscribe. That would be wonderful. I would appreciate it if you check it out. You get a lot of video stuff, stand-up clips and stuff like that uh, that will be up there. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, I hope you enjoy this episode with Mike. He is, is so incredibly funny. Uh, please follow me online at Kyle Ayers Most Places. The show is at Never Seen It Show Most Places. Um, and thank you for listening. I want to let you guys know, if you are a Denver, Colorado, or rambunctious 
circa Denver, Colorado fan um, on May 27th. I'm going to be telling jokes at Red Rocks Amphitheater. He's not lying. I'm not lying. I'm here with Andy Frasco, who will be performing <laughs> at Red Rocks Amphitheater that same together. day. We're going to be there together. It is the maybe the best venue in the country. Yeah, that's what they say. That's what they say. Yeah. That's what they say when they tell you how much they're going to pay you for doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, they don't pay you good, but hey, it's the best <laughs> venue, the best in, venue the in the country. country. <laughs> backdrop, you'll get good Instagram pictures. <laughs> yeah. But we want people to come out, and so I'm making this special thing to add on to the episode and everything to let you guys know. Uh, tickets will be on sale this Friday, which I believe is the 17th. 17th? Yeah. Friday... April 17th, tickets go on sale. April 16th. April 16th. Friday, April 16th, tickets go on sale. I have it in my calendar right next to do therapy at my parents' house. <laughs> That's how excited we are. We don't even know when the tickets sell. Is. <laughs> this is May 27th. It is a Thursday. Red Rocks Amphitheater. Andy Frasco in the UN. I will be there hosting and telling jokes. Keller Williams is also going to be there playing music. Yes. Uh, it's going to be... And the UN, my band's backing yeah. me up. Yeah, the UN's going to be there. It's going to be killer. Yeah, and the cheap flights to Denver if you want to so take cheap. the mission to and Denver. If, if you're into doing this, I'm sure you own a Volkswagen bus. You can just drive there. And, uh, and I'm airbnb being my house, too. So if <laughs> he's uh, trying to turn a bigger profit on my Airbnb. But it is May 27th. It is at Red Rocks Amphitheater. Where's the best place for them to, to get tickets? Um, AXS.com. AXS.com. We tell people they can Google it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy Frasco, Red Rocks, Kyle Ayers. Find us on Instagram. He's at a at Andy Frasco. I'm at Kyle Ayers. And they're only selling uh, a limited... Very limited amount of tickets. Yeah. Uh, we're we're, we're still keeping it safe. safe. Um, yeah. So it'll be limited tickets. You're going to be distanced from people, this sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's the best venue. In the, you know what? I probably won't get booked at Red Rocks again anytime you soon. You will. Yeah, I don't know. Next year when we play it again. Okay, tight, tight. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but don't think about that. May 27th. Come, come to the Red Rocks show if you're near Denver or you want to make a trip out there, they're keeping us safe with the COVID stuff um, as we are. And so it's going to be a small, limited engagement at the most prestigious venue in the country. Watch Kyle make Denver piss themselves with laughter. Yeah, or at least just from anger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. AXS, uh, uh, May 27th at Red Rocks Amphitheater. I am there telling jokes. Uh, Andy Frasco and you and Keller Williams is going to be great. Go check it out. Find us online for more info. I don't have to keep saying that. You're, if you're real late and you're still into it, uh, a while ago, we jokingly said we were going to make some shirts that were a picture of Yoda with the word Gollum underneath it, and I made those. If you go to uh, GollumIsAYoda.xyz, GollumIsAYoda.xyz, you can check those out. But thank you very much for listening. Mike Drucker has never seen Casino, but he rewrote it, and here's the script. Uh, have, uh, yeah, here you go. Mike, I got to tell you, that chair over your right shoulder looks dope. Yeah, it does. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, like, want that. This is not going to play on the podcast in any capacity no. if I keep it we in. We could but. describe it. I feel like it looks like a like it's made by the Eames uh, people, but also it looks a little more artistic. Yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. I, leather leather cupped, nestled inside of nestled a... nestled cupping, um, yes. A dark, yeah. a, a dark espresso wood... Uh, <laughs> It goes I well with that lamp too. You've done a very good job yeah, with the you interior. Got a nice Thank you. Yeah. Up in your room. I tried. I tried my best to be an adult when I moved in this place. It's yeah, really it's nice. I remember a while. This was back when you were here, and I came over where you were living at the time to do your podcast, and it looked really nice. And you're like, "Thank you. None of it is mine. It came oh, yeah, with that, where we yeah. live." <laughs> <laughs> that was pre-furnished. Yeah, I was like, "This is the this, everything in here matches." <laughs> so nice. Nope, none of it was me. This yeah. is all me. This yeah, you should me, see though. the other apartments. They look like this. 
<laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I have, you know, this is our, like, guest room, and so that's the backup bed right, right there. And um, I, But it's still nice. Yeah, you got a hanging guitar, and man. We have, yeah. like, a, uh, that's purely, the guitars are hanging not for aesthetic, but purely for dog chew prevention. That's uh, fair. Because uh, he likes to run into them, and also the robot vacuum likes to bump into things. And so, I can't. That's fair. It, it was just the dog. I shouldn't say I spent money to hang a guitar to prevent a vacuum from running into it. But, um, okay, <clears throat> Todd. I don't know if you know this. Uh, so you know that Mike is doing is doing Casino. Hell yeah. Um, I guess this can be the beginning. So yeah. this is never seen it. I'm your host Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies they've never seen before. I'm grabbing my little card where I take notes on times. Today, having never seen Casino. Formerly having been on the podcast, having never seen Goodfellas, oh, is fantastic. Mike Drucker. <laughs> I didn't even put that together. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for being here, Mike. Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, <laughs> I told you right before we started, but when you, because you sent a few options in, and I was like, these ones will be good. And then when you did Casino, I, I was like, I thought he did Goodfellas before, but I just convinced myself you hadn't. Right. Like, no, no. <laughs> but I love this move more than anything that's been done on the podcast before. <laughs> <laughs> Just me not knowing a, an entire genre. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Does that mean the Irishman would be the uh, the trilogy essentially? I saw the Irishman. Oh, <laughs> interesting. So, so I failed. I failed oh, even that's at failing. So funny. Wow. That is. I, I hope you watch the Irishman like over 12 days on an iPad, like as <laughs> Martin Scorsese ex- ex- wanted it to be. He's like, I haven't seen Goodfellas. I haven't seen Casino. I watched The Irishman on my phone on the train. <laughs> and every time I nightmare. went in between stops, I lost service. Yeah. So what... What is this? This is such a specific, massive thing. To, this isn't like avoiding Lord of the Rings. This yeah, isn't like yeah. avoiding even The Sopranos because that's a lot of time to invest. This is like avoiding... Uh, HBO almost free seems like a personal vendetta against a man. <laughs> yeah, I don't have, I don't have a vendetta. I just find, uh, and I don't know for sure. Casino is a mafia movie. I'm going to assume it involves crime in some way, uh, but uh, I don't know. I find mafia movies incredibly boring. And also, like as a kid, like I would find them very boring. But then as a kid, the violent scenes would be scary. Oh to yeah. Me. So, so to me, as an adult, like, I'm sure that I would watch it and find out something about, like, you know, the human condition and mankind's hubris. But it's, n- there's never been a point in my life where someone's like, you want to watch a mafia movie? Where I've been like, yeah, I am in the mood for that. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah, you would learn about the human condition. But as time has gone on, we've ac- accepted that we can learn about the human condition with w- without watching the worst possible people go through. Yeah, we did figure that out finally. <laughs> That's true. This one also it, does have a very like uh, traumatic violent scene, at least for me as a kid, like a very violent yeah. scene that is on un- two actually that are very unforgettable. So you're not wrong in missing I, out I would on that. set this apart from Goodfellas as I think it's worse and more violent. Yeah. Oh, wow. Jeez. So if, if, if what is keeping you from watching these movies are those specificities, this is the worst one for you to, to possibly. But there are the some that, great parts. I mean, Rickles is incredible in this movie. Yeah, that is true. It's a, it, it's uh, a great movie. When, when, I think it's good as well, but I think that that's just always what, how I differentiated it. For, there's more Pesci. Yep, yep. Oh, that's good. I like There's that. also De Niro is almost borderline doing some of his King of Comedy stuff. Like there's parts of this that are, are extremely funny. Like, when he is mm-hmm. juggling, like, a fucking moron on that, like, TV show, that is, like, one of the funniest 
I watch that clip on YouTube probably once a month. I just laugh. <laughs> it's, it, it is sort of, I don't know how to, because I don't want to say it's like a water, it, it, it can't really exist without being compared to Goodfellas. Yeah. It's almost insane that he came out with them both so close together. It is, it's yeah. wild. It is really wild. Now, did you like The Irishman? Uh, I, I didn't. It was boring. <laughs> it's horrible. It was it was boring, and all of the twenty year old characters moved like eighty five year old men. Yeah, there's so something something that might have led to that. <laughs> Do you know how? I wonder if Martin Scorsese truly doesn't think we could suspend our disbelief and be like, "Oh, that's a young Robert De Niro guy." Yeah. Because you know who there's a bunch of dudes who look like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you imagine if he did that with Ray Liotta's character at the start of Goodfellas? Just like put him in May. Like, why would you ever do that? That is true. He literally used a kid version of the character. The thing that I, the thing that I really liked about the Irishman, and then we'll get into the script here. The thing I, yeah. the part that I liked the most was just the the third or fourth hour. I don't remember <laughs> when everything had settled and we were just living with this old guy. That was that, interesting. The yeah. oldest, oldest yeah. version I thought was interesting because that's the part we never got to in any of his other movies because everyone gets shot in the face. Yeah. So it's like if one of the guys doesn't get yes. shot in the face and just has to sit around. That was interesting. Yeah. yeah. But I also uh, disliked every single either, moment yeah. of them being young. I disliked every moment they were 20. I, I was distracted. It was worse than a deep fake. It's it, so it's so weird because you can tell that they're yeah. old still by the way they move. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. not even just like you know when you watch like a Marvel movie and they de-age someone and you're like I can tell they're de-aging mm-hmm. them. Like they move like dead people move. Yeah, they really do. They 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 sort of they I, I don't know they they move like uh like the the girl climbed out of that TV in the ring. <laughs> they're all sort of like moving with that rid, rigidness yes. the entire time. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, and it's tough because that's the beginning. Yeah, when he's, ki- when he's <laughs> kicking that guy outside the grocery store, that's so old guy. That's like an old guy kicking like a bird, a dead bird in the park. Not <laughs> beat somebody up. It's crazy. Oh man. This, yeah. All right. Let's let's so let's casino here. Let's uh, casino. Um, Mike, you, you you know how it is. You're allowed to cast it however you'd like to cast it. Um, and do any parts you'd like as well. Anything, and if there's parts that are like reveals, you can you can just cast it when we get to them. It's all up to you. Um. Uh. Okay. Let's see. Uh, I can be uh, the Uber driver and the mafia boss. I guess if you, I, uh, yeah. there's, there's a no lot wrong of answers characters. here. There's <laughs> no. That's fine. You can even cast it as we go if you wanted. Yeah, well, let's cast it as we go because right, there's like there's it, there's just a cast of thousands. Okay, <laughs> I love it, Scorsese style. That's the way he would do it. Yeah, right. Um, so do I read stage direction yep, or you? You can do it definitely. Okay, uh, tell me when you're ready. Whenever you're ready. All right, ex- ex- <laughs> exterior casino night. A lot of people are outside a casino. A car pulls up. Interior, interior Kia night. An Uber driver, 35 and ruggedly handsome, looks back. I'll take this. Here we are, the casino. A mafia boss, 51 and ruggedly handsome, checks around for stuff. Thank you. I'll get out on the mafia boss, looks out. Actually, Kyle, uh, you do the mafia boss. Okay. Thank you. I'll get out on... uh... The mafia boss looks out out the passenger side door, but it's facing the busier side of traffic. No, wait. I'll get out on the other side. Just a sec. Take your time. Just a sec. The mafia boss uncomfortably slides over on the seat to get out of the car on the side that is the casino. The mafia boss gets to the door and opens it. Thank you for... Sorry. Just a sec. 
exterior casino night. The mafia boss feels his pockets and coat pockets and taps his head to confirm he's got his hat. He gives a thumbs up. Thank you. The mafia <laughs> boss shuts the door and the Uber driver drives away to find yet another story in the infinite fountain of tales that is Casino <laughs> <laughs> This is like a Simpsons episode. This is awesome. <laughs> Interior casino. Casino time. I don't know what times casinos do. The mafia boss walks into the casino. It's filled with the things casinos are known for. Blackjack tables, poker tables, and a whole lot of deal or no deal slot machines. <laughs> when the show's popularity waned, the previous owner of the casino bought a lot at a great discount. Shh, our audience does not know this yet. <laughs> People uh, greet, not great, greet the mafia boss as he walks in. Welcome back, Mr. Boss. <laughs> The Mafia boss gives a nice friendly wave. Whoa, looking good, Mr. Boss! The Mafia boss gives a thumbs up. He walks up to a security guard, 45 and ruggedly handsome. The Mafia boss uh, nods at him. Uh, you can be security guard if cool. you want. Uh, uh, go ahead, Mafia <clears throat> boss. Hey, Roger. Password. You dare ask your old boss, Mr. Boss, for a password? The security guard doesn't move. After years in prison, I come back to you to what I consider my home. And you tell me I need to prove I belong here? Security guard doesn't move. A man who spent over two decades building the casino to being the best casino in Casino City. You keep me out. I say fuck you. Beat, the security guard sagely nods. That's correct, sir. The password is, you dare ask your old boss, Mr. Boss, for a password after years in prison. I come back to what I consider my home, and you tell me that I need to prove I belong here. A man who spent over two decades building the casino to be in the best casino in Casino City. You keep me out. I say fuck you. Good job. The mafia boss laughs to himself. <laughs> we gotta change that password someday. The mafia boss pats the security guard on the shoulder and walks into interior back room, casino time. The mafia boss, uh, we could just switch off on the old man. It doesn't matter. Uh, the mafia boss walks into the back room. A group of older men, 50s and 60s, and all ruggedly handsome, all play poker. They smoke cigars and they talk like your dad's friends talk, really loud and about stuff that you find weird. I call! Sorry, read them and weep, boys. A full house. Wow, that's a good hand. Here's your share of the winnings. Good job. I like that we're all friends. It's nice. You don't get this a lot in adulthood. <laughs> I don't say this enough, but I appreciate you guys. You don't need to say it when you demonstrate it every day already. Uh, the Mafia boss walks by them. Don't let me interrupt, boys. Come and play a hand, Mr. Boss. I would, but I don't want to take all your money. Not if we take your money first. You better not or I'll kill you. <laughs> Everyone gets real quiet. Then the Mafia boss goes. Ah, I'm just joshing. You you guys have fun. This is a casino, not a sad casino. <laughs> the mafia boss pulls a gla pulls a glass bottle of grape soda out of the mini fridge and pops the cap off. Not a care in the world. A few of the older guys look at each other like, "Oh boy, oh." What? Uh. Mafia boss crosses his arms like, "Oh brother." Oh brother, one of you guys better tell me out with it. We caught another one of those casino cheaters, boss. Another one. Yeah, boss, he was winning a lot, and we were like, that feels like cheating. Hmm, maybe he was just good at the games? See, that's what I said, and... I don't know, boss, he was winning game after game after game. Have you ever met anyone that lucky? Only me when I think about having friends like you, Mooks. <laughs> oh, that's so nice! Bossy oh, thank boss. you! So I'm guessing he's tied up in the back like usual? All right, I'll go talk to him. Thanks for the heads up. Mafia boss exit until he gets back into interior casino, even more back room, casino time. The mafia boss enters a warehouse-like back room. Uh, tied to the chair is Gambler, 42 and ruggedly handsome. He's been roughed up a bit. You oh. guys can switch off on this. Okay. Oh, do they beat you up? I'm so sorry for this treatment you received. 
I tell you, I haven't done anything wrong, I swear! You see, that's, that's hard for me to believe because some of my best friends back there, yes, they're employees, but they're also more than that, say they got you winning a little too much. I thought the point of the casino was a chance to win! Mafia boss punches the gambler in the stomach. <laughs> no! The point of a casino is to pr provide a wide range of entertainment options that provide customers with a positive experience that they share with their friends. You can't fool me. The point of a casino is to make money from people who spend money. I thought the point of the casino was to win. Uh, touche. Uh, so what do we do with you? You could let me go. Or I could kill you. If you were going to kill me, you already would have. Well, no, because I just got here like 15 <laughs> seconds ago. Shit. So, uh, <laughs> I'll ask you one more time. Sorry, I, got, I developed a cough in prison. I'll ask you one more time. How did you win so many games? Reaching in my pocket. All right. I don't see any harm in that, but it better be good. The mafia boss reaches into the gambler's pocket and pulls out a dog-eared paperback book titled How to Win at Going to and Running a Casino. <laughs> what is this? The golden ticket to winning it big, and it's the only copy I got left. I was going to use it to get rich. That is a shame. Because now it looks like we're going to use it to get rich. My man. <laughs> Interior back room casino time. Old man one peeks into ev to the even more back room. Better get another chair for the poker table. <laughs> Did Mr. Boss make another friend? <laughs> yeah, him and his friends. What a goof. But he is the best. <laughs> That's how the mafia works in real life. I would love to watch that movie. That was just wonderful. honestly, that would be such a great. That would be such a nice it movie. Really it really would. It really so almost fun. is. That felt like dogs playing poker turned into people, in like a good way, in like a way that would feel nice. Oh yes. Yeah. Also, I like that you put casino time because in casinos there is no time. That's the best part. Like that's a that's an in joke for casino people. Oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Love it. Love it. It felt, and I mean this in the best possible way. Like a, if if a casino if the mob existed in Bob's Burgers world, <laughs> where like the worst people are still so well intended, yeah, because it makes me that makes me real happy. I think you kind of yeah. got it. I think we're set. That was great. <laughs> that was just wonderful. Thank you. Thank you very much. If Scorsese's listening, I'm willing to do full scripts. <laughs> yeah. For if you need Hugo too, I can do that. Hugo? You oh, you're talking about to go? If you need to go, to I'm go. sure he would approve that title. I miss when they. I have not seen Goodfellas or, or, or Casino, but I have seen Hugo. That's what Scorsese would like. I just say, I miss when they did sequels that had like uh, puns in the name, like Die Harder and oh. like, like to go is great. That should be a thing. One of them just happened. Uh, oh, oh, coming to America. Oh yeah, Almost that's a good one. Couldn't, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. couldn't believe two. that they Those did that because yeah. it feels like everything is sort of um, executived away from fun. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't watch coming. I haven't actually seen Coming to America the first one before. It's a big. Uh, a lot of those comedies missed me. Um, it, it or I miss them. I don't think they even thought about me at all. I don't think you should write a script for it. <laughs> no, no, I got this. <laughs> I'm just going to... I feel like that's one. That interior barbershop. Here's some riffing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is good. Uh, <laughs> uh, right. The year is 1420. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Someone does need to do that. That would be just a bombshell. Oh, that's yeah. great. It's a... Uh, this is so okay. I just can't stop thinking about um um. So 
Didn't we all get Hugo for free? Sorry, I'm thinking I might have brought this up. I think didn't you're thinking about like the U2 give album, us all Hugo right? for free? No, I don't think so. I I Did have we? it in my iTunes collection. That's cool. Maybe you bought it. That could be. Imagine if I blacked out and had eighteen ninety nine and remembered when's the last time I typed my Apple ID and password <laughs> in. But I was and then got Hugo. I thought you got Hugo. I thought we got kind of YouTube Hugo. I, I mean, that's just a sentence that I'm not happy about. But I, we all know that what it means. Yeah, they did that, yeah. and they they verbed themselves by doing that. It's pretty interesting. I, I got to look this up. This is the worst possible way to spend a podcast. Hugo is free on iTunes. Boom. So there was it was free for a little bit, and you could just download wow. it. Wow. That's what happened. So now so it's the only yeah. movie I own. That's a that's yeah. crazy that I did not know about that. I feel like that's a very big uh, miss on the advertising campaign of Hugo to not everybody should have known they could have gotten a free Hugo. They did a twelve days that. of I this is in twenty thirteen. They did a twelve day the only reason I probably knew is because I was working at Apple then and everyone's like, Oh, you know you can get Hugo for free? And I'm like, I'm gonna go oh, get yelled yeah, yeah. at by a Brazilian person who's on their way to the airport. <laughs> so no, I didn't know we could do it. It uh I think it's pretty good. I don't know why I just want to talk about Hugo. Hey, we got that, we got Hugo, <laughs> man, it happens. You know what I like is when you make an animated movie and you know it's an animated movie instead of making a live action movie and you make my chest hurt because you make Robert De Niro look 16. Like that's what I I just make Hugo. That's make it animated. And I know it's and even Hugo creeped me out a little bit when it came out. It was kind of creepy. Polar Express was kind of creepy when it came out. Now they look like video game cutscenes. Yeah, uh, I feel like they both then. looked too much like those Coca-Cola polar bear commercials from the Super Bowl as a kid, and that like <laughs> yeah. really irked me and made me not want to see it. Uh, Mike, what is the most violent movie you like? Uh, what a oh, weird thing a to put question. someone on the, yeah. the spot for, but I was just thinking about how you talked about... I don't love violence in movies, but I like yeah. a lot of movies that have 40 seconds of extreme violence. I... Like, I don't love violence movies, but I think No Country for Old Men is sort of flawless. Sure, yeah. But I still look away. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, I also think of, like, horror movies are a little easier for me because I know that, like, look, I'm probably never going to get killed by the mafia, but I also know that that is a world that could yeah, exist. could happen. Whereas sure. I doubt I'll be ch- chased by, like, the specter of a man I killed at camp. Right. So I feel like I'm a little less freaked out by horror, whereas like the more realistic it is and the more it could possibly happen to me, the more freaked out I get. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. I think that there's something when it's rooted in a world of places you've gone and things you've seen. Yes. Like a, a, a mafia movie, they like go to a grocery store and then they're going yeah. to the clothing store and then they're just beating a dude up and I could be there. Yes. Or the guy didn't do anything and gets beat up versus a horror movie. It's like, I don't even know how to use a Ouija board. So I don't know if I could get the. I haven't seen a lot of spoiler horror. alert. You don't use the Ouija board, man. It uses you. So yeah, yeah. I don't know how to build a dollhouse. Uh, let alone, <laughs> so it would be hard for me to communicate with my daughter and mom at the same time. <laughs> uh, there was a news story though I saw either today or yesterday about a guy in Italy. Is it like Italy mafia? Uh, he was arrested. He he'd been on the run for like seven years or something, and he was arrested because the police recognized his cooking YouTube tutorials. Oh my goodness. So, like, apparently, and he, like, cut off his head, but they recognized his tattoos from it. So, like, he was just doing a, a series of YouTube cooking videos, and he was a mafia guy on the run for seven years. He just couldn't help himself. He had to do those cooking videos. He had to get his subscribers up. Oh, my oh God. My that's incredible. God. Oh, my God. That's so... 
that I, w- I was about to talk about how I don't know if Mike, have you seen The Sopranos? Did you watch it? I've watched some of it. So there's a there's it. one episode of Sopranos where they go to Italy, where like Tony mm-hmm. and some of the guys go to Italy, and they get there and they don't mesh. They're so excited because of the Godfather, yeah, and they're gonna all. go, and then they don't speak Italian. And they're all kind of like, where's the spaghetti? Like, because these dudes are from New Jersey and everyone in Italy is like, what are you fucking talking about? We don't eat spaghetti like this. So it becomes like a big culture clash between American Italians and these. So I was about to talk about how the mafia in Italy feels so much different than here. And then you told me the most American sounding story of all time. (laughs) That's incredible. (laughs) So I, maybe the Sopranos was wrong. Like that's all I can think about now. Cause that's something that would happen to Polly or to Chris in the Sopranos. They would make, or like Tony's kid would make a YouTube channel. That's like a kid thing. That is incredible. I can't believe it. You can't believe that. It's a cooking series. It's not like, it's not like I've got my straight to camera thing. No. It's like he clearly really loves cooking and wanted to share it with the world. That's like uh, down my old block. I used to live off Graham Avenue. And I mean, Kyle, I feel like we used to get sandwiches all the time at Graham Avenue meets and delis. And the guy who, oh, ran yeah. it, he was a mob guy. He ended up dying. Uh, but they found all of this like evidence. Like they uh, entire crime they found family a hit went list down because in of the it. register. What's that? They found like a hit list yeah. under the coins kept, of the register. And you're like, well, I ate there like four times a week. All the bodies that he had hidden. Michael Virtuoso, baby. <laughs> Mikey the Butcher. He was a great guy. I mean, I obviously not a great guy because he killed people, but he was a great guy to me yeah. in the 10 years I lived there making me sandwiches. But he kept a list of all the bodies that he had helped hide, and they were able to take down an entire crime family. Like, like they under it. the coins yeah. in the That's register wild. where you hide big bills yeah. if you work in a college town, like yeah. where you hide 20s. It was... Yeah, that was absolutely nuts. I couldn't believe I, I I couldn't believe that so much that I was googling. Is there another Graham Avenue yeah. deli and meats? Because I'm like that <laughs> couldn't happen. Crazy. That couldn't happen where that large Italian man brooded. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it did. It did. Um, but I was grounded in real okay. life. That was like a thing where that made that very real. It's like wow, these there were people killed I on could the see, block that I live on. I think that that does. Um, feed into Mike your theory about like violence related in sort of a mob movie versus violence in like a completely yeah fictionalized world yeah yeah it's pretty crazy plus these movies are so long like like someone could kill me with baseball bats yeah. and I, I, I wouldn't <laughs> like no. it Be no oh good. yeah no so, yeah. I, when I'm sure if I sat at a blackjack table I would look suspicious <laughs> yeah. I could get lucky and win nine hands in a row casino is three hours long okay I'm sorry I had that tab pulled up from when we started to no, complain about okay. how long that is because I felt like let's say you made good isn't Goodfellas is older than casino yes I think. yeah I think Goodfellas, Goodfellas first let's what if you made yeah. casino or you made Goodfellas a movie that is so good that people said this is the best mob movie ever and there's yeah. two examples of mob movies that people said were the best movies that had ever been made yeah you make Goodfellas, and then you're sitting there, and people are like, "You just made the best mob movie of all time. This is the you know the best movie, blah blah blah. This is one of the best movies ever made." And you're like, "What if it was 30 minutes longer?" <laughs> he shouldn't yeah. be allowed to make a movie longer than Goodfellas. No, yeah. No. Okay. I mean, I can't tell him what to do. I, I, no, you, you can't anymore. No, I think he. <laughs> I also like The Departed. I liked the end of The Irishman when it wasn't just the same as all the other movies. Um, <laughs> I thought it was right, and I'll watch everyone who says movies dance around all the time. Wait, Mike, um, I, I want to know what is like the most violent movie that you've seen. Though? I'm, oh, I'm really yeah. interested about this now. Uh, I mean, what comes to mind is something like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, yeah. Although I don't know if that's me remembering it being more violent. No, than it's it super is. violent. You know. Uh, yeah, 
I think like mostly like yeah, Texas Chainsaw it's Massacre. It's going to live in a horror uh, movie world. Oof. Yeah. Um, yeah, more, more horror. I don't like I don't like torture porn. Like I I could not watch like the hospital yeah. movies. Yeah. Like that's way out for me. But in terms of like horror, I, that's usually Very fine. Very cool. Very cool. Right. Yeah. It's interesting. I'm a big yeah, action okay. movie guy, but I realized this actually during the pandemic, having uh, rewatched most of my favorite action movies over this time, that I love 90s action movies, and the action in them is my least favorite part. I I'll often will yeah. skip through it. It's great, because if you already know what's <laughs> happening in the set piece, you don't need to like know how the action set pieces end, and it's kind of wild to think that, like, oh, I like all the other dumb parts of these movies. Like these extreme right, yeah, characters, that's sort of a like simil- yeah. dramatic plot points, and the like action is like very much like a secondary thing. Right. Yeah, that is similar to how I feel. I, I keep thinking about No Country for Old Men, which you know has that choking scene that is like very famous now. If if I could, if the movie is on and I've missed that, I don't feel like I've missed anything no. because I know like how it sets up and I can right. visualize his face or what you know what i mean i get that and i like watching the rest of the people go you know and what you were saying todd about the i watched enemy of the state for the first time Hell last year yeah. i think we talked, we talked about, about it that. that movie was so tight and none of the action really informed like it was all good but i was just mostly excited yeah. to watch them try and describe technology that didn't exist <laughs> yeah. like that's my favorite part about yeah. like oh that server that mainframes yeah like is that a verb is mainframes a verb it can be. Um, <laughs> yeah and now that's because that was like the sweet spot of having all of the tech terms but people didn't understand them enough to, to know that you were completely wrong yep. in a description yeah. of something like in like 1999 you could just say mainframe server enhance and everyone's like yeah that's what they yeah, do sure. yep. that's what yeah, they do and, but now even my parents know enhance is like bullshit do you know yeah. and they, they, they don't even have cell phone they, but everyone anyways that was a fun time for like action movie descriptors like the, apparently you can't steal the declaration of independence yeah Yet, or we could try, yeah. <laughs> All right, today we have a few games that we're going to play. The first game is called Before and Afters. Did you hear the music? Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, tight. I didn't even have to share my audio or I forgot to. I don't know how it's... I told you I got this... How does this thing work? Anyway. <laughs> Soundboard. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I see little green bars. I... To, the power supply went out on my board, so I'm using a backup one that I don't know if it has longevity. It's like a thrift store brand one that I've just had. You know, you have that box of crap, and this yeah. one just happened to fit. I called Road this morning, and I was like, the power supply went out on my board. And they were like, okay, can you test this? And I test it, and they're like, it's not working. And I'm like, no. I, also, first off, I called them, and a person picked up, and they're like, this is Road. That's kind of cool. And I'm like, what? And like, cool yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the best thing that's ever happened. And they're like, okay, test this. I'm like, it, it doesn't work. They're like, okay, what's your address? We'll overnight you one today. And I'm like, huh? I didn't even, I gave them the serial number off the bottom. I forgot like that can exist. Yeah, I was going like, to say, I want to call them and talk to somebody. This, that's so rare. I don't think, this isn't an ad for Road, but that was the craziest thing that's ever happened to me. They, I literally called them. They tested one thing and they're mailing me a new thing. And I talked yeah. to the dude. And he's like, you know, my name's Eric. Here's the phone number. I'm like, no extensions. Okay. Get ready to <laughs> <laughs> this board's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Um, it has the little pads. All right, here we go. 
So before and afters, I think you guys both know, these are two movies smushed together into one movie. I will tell you the smushed together plot. You tell me the smushed together title. So for instance, Wolf of Wally Street could be one, Saving Private Silverman, Fargo. We have sort of all over the place. Um, you can work together. You can do it however you'd like to do it. But are you ready for your first one here? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Here we yeah. go. An intergalactic crew of two thugs, an assassin, a maniac, a thief, and a young blind woman slowly discover the residents of a country manor have been murdered. Those are two movies I have not seen. <laughs> okay. C- can you read it again yep. for, for us? An intergalactic crew of two thugs, an assassin, a maniac, a thief, and a young blind woman slowly discover the residents of a country manor have been murdered. Is the first one, is that descri- Is that a Suicide Squad? I'm not sure who that crew is. It sounds it is like it not. could be a Suicide Squad. It's a Galaxy Quest? or um, Is it it's a Clue or a... Uh, what was the, the Ryan Johnson Clue rip-off movie? Oh, uh, Knives yeah, Out. Yeah, so it's got to be some sort of uh, Knives Out thing at the end, right? It is not. There's no blind lady in this. Oh, yeah. Well, I think the blind lady's in the first movie, the one with the crew. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know any movies with a crew that has a blind lady. I feel like I would like that. I like blind stuff usually. That's fun. I don't even know who the blind person is in this one, and I put it together. Oh, yes, I do. It's the second one. Oh, the blind person's in the second movie, not in the first one? Yes. Mm -hmm. Interesting. (laughs) I haven't seen the second one, so it's like a... This is a hard one for the first one. Yeah, I don't know. One of you said the right... We are looking for Guardians of the Galaxy No Evil. Guardians oh, of the Galaxy okay. and See No oh, Evil. That is a wow. good hard one. Okay. You know That's how you're always one. thinking about the movie See No Evil and what happens in it? Yeah. Sometimes when you describe a horror movie plot, it's hard to rem- remember. Yeah. Because it's almost so... Ge- okay, here we go. Number two. A teenager pictures a jet engine crashing through his bedroom and sets out to fight a secret society that is exterminating weak members of society. So Donnie Darko. But what is that second one? What is a dark? It's got to have some dark in it and uh, exterminating members of society. Is that? W- Can you say it again? A teenager pictures a jet engine crashing through his bedroom and sets out to fight a secret society that is exterminating weak members of society. Is that disturbing behavior with Katie Holmes and James Marsden? No. What? <laughs> like seventh grade? That's like a thing they're doing in that movie. No, it is not. Uh, is it? It's not Dark City. It They're just not. like experimenting. Oh, Donnie Dark City. It is not Donnie Dark City. Ah, Dark okay. City is a good movie. Uh, I remember that. I love that. I'm watching it one time. Surprised. Gattaca and Dark City were like I feel like more formative than I realized at the time of seeing them. Man, I'm surprised that this is not a Todd get here. Yeah, it feels like I should know that second one, especially with. Uh, all right, I'll give you one actor. I can from the second movie, okay? Yeah, we'll take it. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone. I can't think of anything he's in that has dark in the name. Wait, who, Stallone. who is it? Sylvester Stallone. Stallone. Oh, uh. Teenager pictures Jed and Crushing sets out to fight a secret society that is exterminating weak members of society. Exterminating weak members of society? What's Stallone yeah. movie is that? Not- we are looking for Donnie Darkobra. Oh my god! I forgot that happens in Cobra! 
That's okay. I should be kicked off the podcast. I should be kicked off all of my pod, any podcast I've ever been on for not getting that. That's, wow. Please make sure John Gabrus does not listen to this episode. He will come over and fight me for missing that. That is horrible. That's really good. Don't you know what, Todd? I bet he doesn't. <laughs> Unless he's on it. No, that's yeah. that's crazy. That the funny thing about that is all I can think of when I think of Cobra is that opening grocery store scene. Like the plot gone, his character gone. Yeah, that's the original. Beverly this is Hills a Cop. game of like that. Really, this is a game that really tests. Like, do you remember actual plots? Yeah, to, to movies. Because <laughs> if the plot isn't like uh, a massacre happens via chainsaw in Texas or like something yeah. like, that. but if you describe it as like a kids stumble into a, a family hold up, like even if you describe that without saying Texas chainsaw or massacre. Yeah. Guy with a leather face. There's some ways to get to it easier. It makes you but, appreciate those some yeah. of those plots that you don't realize like what was actually going on in that movie at the time. True. Yeah. That's very true. All right, final one. Maybe we have two more. An American <laughs> auto designer and a British racer attempt to build the world's fastest trash cleaning robot. Ford versus for Wally. <laughs> yes, that was a good one because that was like a, a play on words. I was like able to get there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's maybe my favorite one to say. Yeah. Uh, Ford versus Fawali. Well, that's like if you just. It does sound like a five-year-old saying. Uh, <laughs> all right, final Fawali. one. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, great start. Not airplane. Helps <laughs> okay. Ernest evacuate Allied troops trapped on a beach in France. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar helps Ernest evacuate allied troops trapped on a beach in France. Ernest, like Ernest Scared Stupid Ernest? I mean, you gotta wonder, why would the name Ernest be in the plot? Yeah. It's not the importance of being Ernest. Uh, I'm trying to think of the Ernest movie names. They're all Ernest does Ernest Scared Stupid, Ernest Goes to Jail, Ernest Goes to Camp. Um... There's one that bucks that trend. It's like a Steven Seagal thing where, like, they're all three words, and then all of a sudden he does one that's four. Uh, this is one of the hardest ones, because who knows the titles to all of his movies? Can you think of the second one? Evacuate Allied Troops Trapped on a Beach in France. That's got to be... That's Saving Private Dunkirk. Ryan? That's a Dunkirk situation. A oh, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Ernest gets right. Dunkirk. We are looking for. There's absolutely no way anyone would get it. Slam Dunkirk Ernest. Oh, nice. Wait, is that There's one absolutely it, no Slam way Dunk Ernest? Yeah. I guess if we, yeah. Slam Dunk Ernest. I didn't know. That's good. Someone That's good sent stuff. that one in, if you can imagine. All right, the next game that we're going to play is called Build the Perfect Movie. That was an especially hard day of before and afters. Can you, t- I appreciate you can tell that. that I haven't written any in no, a while? No, fine, yeah. When I start to get to the ones that don't make any like i'm like i'm get. i gotta write okay here we go <laughs> build the perfect movie here's how this game works i'll give you a category you will have to pick two movies from that category whose rotten tomatoes score adds up to as close to 100 as possible without going over so i'll give you a category you'll each pick a movie we'll review your scores you'll each pick a second movie whoever's as close to 100 without going over wins does that make sense yeah. price is right rules yeah. you can't go over 100 Today, your category, let's see, let's see. Your category is going to be movie with some violence in it. That'll be it. We'll tailor it back okay. in. Movie, so this is this is bigger than, you know, 
we know what that means. I don't know why I was going to explain that for everyone. Like, here's what violence is. There's a whole movie that yeah. explains the history of it. Not a lot of violence in it, though. But um, boy, when there is violence, that movie gets kicking, man. Why was that not my example earlier? <laughs> <laughs> that is a great one. <laughs> that movie, A History of Violence, sure has not a lot of violence, except a lot a couple times. I love that movie okay. so much, man. That's like one of the it's most underrated great. movies ever. Yeah, he's yeah. I agree with you. All right, so here's what we're going to. So uh, Mike, you'll pick first. Todd, you'll pick second. Trying to pick the perfect movie, uh, perfect violence movie. Not it doesn't have to be violent the whole time. I'm gonna stop over explaining everything. But whenever you're ready. Okay, so how am I supposed to pick it? I'm you pick your first just... one, and then we'll, uh, Todd will pick his first, and then we'll review your scores. Then you pick okay. your second one, so you can like adjust. Um. Perfect violent movies. Uh, I'm gonna say Terminator 2. That's a good one. Right. That's a good one. I'm gonna guess that's in like the 80% range on Rotten Tomatoes. That could be kind of difficult to, yeah. to combo. That's a good movie though. That's good stuff. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with A History of Violence. All right, here we go. Movie number one for Mike. Terminator 2, Judgment Day, 93%. Woo! You oh, will wow. now need to find a vi- movie regarded. with violence in it that is 7% or less. You're looking for 7% or less. Maybe think, I don't of, think, we got think about the worst movie you can and then try and think about if there's violence in it. Uh, Todd, A History of Violence, 87%. So you're looking for a 13 13er. or less. Todd, you have more to make up, so you'll go first. So you're looking for a 13% or the less. The thing is, movie I feel movies. like... This is almost unfair. I feel like most of those first seven, six or seven perfect Steven Seagal movies are all in like the 12% range. Um, boy, this is tough. Who's that unfair to? I mean, I think it's unfair to moviegoers <laughs> because they're not, they're not okay. getting presented the, re- the reality of how right. good those movies are. <laughs> I'm going to go with um, On Deadly Ground. I'm playing it safe. I know there's no way that, that movie has a higher than 13% uh, Rotten Tomatoes. All right. Mike, Terminator 2, you're looking for a 7 or less. I'm going to go with Ballistic X versus Sever. That is a great move. That is definitely a 0% movie. That is such a bad movie. That's tremendous. Uh, considering I spelled X wrong. All right. I think it's E-C-K. It is. <laughs> they, they, that is such a baffling movie that it is <laughs> tremendous. I have never heard of this, and it's blowing my You've mind. You've never heard of X How are all Sever? these famous people in it? No. It was before the internet all used to, like, we used to all get together and, like, just rail on a horrible movie. Like, it's very interesting. That movie, if it came out maybe 10 years later, would be a cult disaster. All right, here we go. Okay. Um, Terminator 2, 93%. Ballistic, X vs. Sever. 118 reviews. Zero percent. Rightfully so. Zero percent. Ninety-three. So there's a ninety-three overall. The audience score is even low. Sometimes the audience scores are high because they hate critics or whatever. It's a nineteen. All right, here we go. A history of violence, eighty-seven percent. On deadly ground, twelve percent. That's a ninety-nine. Oh my god! (laughs) Oh no! That is, but that's unfair, kind of, because like that's most of his movies are like eleven or twelve percent, like. It's a 4.2 yeah. out of 5 on Voodoo. It's a great movie. Actually, it is honestly one of the worst movies ever made. It is astonishing. <laughs> it is truly astonishing how bad that movie is. Oh, wow. That was a good round. That was great. That's was crazy. All right. The last game we're going to play is called Guess What Movie Kyle's Dad is Describing, having only watched a movie and never having heard <laughs> okay. of the movie. Guess what movie trailer. I don't have to say it. 
girl's dad is describing having only watched the trailer and never having heard of the movie game. So how this game works is my dad describes a movie trailer. You have to guess what movie trailer he is describing. He has not been to a movie theater since 1996. So these are all important things to keep in mind. And I believe that was his only trip of the 90s. So here we go. This can be any movie from whenever. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Okay. So he's on TV. That is a loud shirt. He's walking around near the ring in his very loud shirt. It's fight night. Oh, I know what it is. That doesn't seem right to the military guy. Now he's in a regular suit because he, I guess he has to solve this murder. He's trying to piece together who did the murder. This is, this is <laughs> awesome. Arena are eyewitnesses. He's acting bonkers. Is that the end? He's acting bonker. It's still can, playing, can I, though. Okay, that's the end. <laughs> can I just say? Can I just say that this is the first time this has ever happened where I knew what it was the first second he started talking? And this game is infinitely more enjoyable when you know the trailer and you know what he's describing because it's so wild. <laughs> All right. What is it's it? It's Snake Eyes. That has to be Snake Eyes. Oh, that wow. is the second he talked about his shirt and being at the fight. That shot of that trailer with Nicolas Cage looking like a maniac in his loud, loud, like ze- almost orange zebra shirt. It is. So we will uh, we'll do a Todd experiment here where I'll tell you the next one and then play it. <laughs> yes. So we can see how enjoyable it is. Then, so I have one trick up here is the social network. I think we all know okay. that movie. Oh, yeah, I know that trailer Here is too. the social network yeah, trailer. Famous trailer. Oh, wait, real briefly, you can hear my mom say, okay. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> That's a first. Okay, so we're going to scroll through a bunch of people's photos here. This is a dramatic children's choir song. Oh it's yeah. A dramatic college movie. Yes. How can you steal something like that? There's that singer. <laughs> Justin Timberlake also partying the entire time are they friends <laughs> everyone wants money oh there's that blue thumbs up <laughs> yes yes that's the end I feel like that one was easy yeah that one's yeah. probably way easier because uh, there's really only one movie that would have the blue thumbs up not, not just one. Well, now I guess every trailer is probably yeah, Rotten Tomato choir. reviews and thumbs ups and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, well, hey, that is it for us. Mike, thank you for being here and having never seen Casino. Todd, thank you for joining us once <laughs> yeah. again. Mike, if there's anything... Oh, here comes the landscaper. Anyways, this is good timing. Mike, if there's anything you'd like uh, everyone to know, where to follow you, all that sort of stuff, let them know. Sure. Uh, you can hire my landscaping company in Los Angeles. <laughs> they're, co- they're called uh, Five no, Seasons. Uh, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Mike Drucker. You can follow me on Instagram at Mike Drucker is dead. And uh, if you're into video games, I wrote a book about the game Silent Hill 2, which is available from Boss Fight Books. Dope. Of course people are. I do a video game show, which, Mike, you should come on sometime if you have a Nintendo Switch, where yeah. I play awful levels with Dave Ross. Um, so people be check- so check that. that out. Todd, thank you for being Always. here. Uh I mean, it's so loud. How do you not? Okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the podcast. Thank you. Bye-bye.
Podcast <clears throat> Network.